Hello and welcome to this week's journalism.co.uk podcast. I'm Madalina Chabano, and in today's episode, we speak to Natalie Whistle, Associate Editor for the Financial Times Weekend magazine, about the outlet's first foray into virtual reality, a 360-degree immersive video about life in Rio's favelas. Virtual reality and 360-degree video are giving news organizations a medium to show their audiences places or scenarios they wouldn't otherwise be able to experience through more traditional formats. Some publishers have created standalone VR apps for this type of content, while others are making it available as part of larger multimedia packages alongside text, images and data visualizations. This is also the case at the Financial Times. At the beginning of August, the outlet launched its first major virtual reality project in partnership with Google a four-minute, 360-degree video exploring the streets of Rio's favelas. The city within, Life in Rio's Favelas, was launched to tie in with the Olympic Games, and the immersive video is part of a larger, ongoing project at FT Weekend called Hidden Cities. Hidden Cities launched in October 2015 and features two more series about Brussels and London respectively, with a fourth city likely to follow the Rio chapter before the end of the year. The projects are designed as city guides that give readers access to information about a particular destination in the form of a collection of restaurant reviews, cultural recommendations, places to visit and more. The content can be browsed on desktop or mobile outside the outlet's paywall, and readers can filter by correspondent, category or through a tailored Google Maps search of each location. As with previous Hidden Cities installments, the Rio chapter is available through a dedicated microsite on the FT website, but it is the first in the ongoing series to include the VR element because incorporating this technology felt like a natural next step for the project's evolution going forward, Whittle said. I think it was actually a natural progression in the project. So setting up the the technology for the maps and the content from our journalists and finding out, you know, how best to combine them online that was quite a big undertaking and it's quite complicated and I think we really felt that once we had that in place for Brussels and London and we had that website to build on, that that was the right moment to add something a little bit more exciting in terms of the presentation and VR was really the natural thing with Google. We knew that they could um, provide the cardboard set and with the excitement around Rio and the Olympics, it felt like a kind of a no-brainer that we should um, get on the ground in Rio and show our, you know, our readers what was going on. The four-minute video is accompanied by a voiceover from the FT's Brazil correspondent, Samantha Pearson, who guides the viewers through the streets of Rio, telling them about the city's favelas and placing them inside one of the cable cars used by people to travel to work in central Rio. And the FT Weekend team aimed for the video to be consumed as part of the large and hidden cities package rather than on its own. The VR film came from um, one of the main features in the Hidden Rio package, so it was Samantha Pearson's report on life inside the favelas, and we didn't want it just to be sort of sort of floating around in the website, um, unconnected to anything. And I thought that it would make a lot of sense if a VR film could be an enrichment to a piece of journalism, a piece of in-depth reported journalism. And so I think that it's a kind of an extension of her piece. And I think what's interesting about actually having these three elements together is that you have one, you have Samantha, who's an experienced journalist, talking to the you know people who 
live and work there. And then you also have a photojournalist presenting a really sort of fascinating visual take on what life on the streets of the favelas is like. So you've got two kind of classic things kind of working together. But then I think what I was kind of um, happy about this project was that it, it showed that VR could add something to both of those elements without really detracting from them. And literally another dimension, but also a kind of an enrichment to what we could give to the readers. I think the fact that, you know, we've had on our YouTube channel alone, um, we've had getting on for 20,000 views so far is a good indication, certainly relative to the other videos that we have on the YouTube FT channel, that this kind of content really engages people because that figure represents a kind of an outlier and, you know, some of the other videos that that we push out. So we're excited about what we could do next with this kind of content. Both virtual reality and 360-degree video still present limitations for publishers, whether that's in tailoring these experiences to just the right duration to avoid overwhelming or boring the viewer, to determining to what extent other elements such as sound can be incorporated alongside visual footage to help transport the person watching into a particular place. What were some of the considerations FT Weekend had to take into account when producing their immersive video experience, and how does the outlet see its use of this technology in the future? Absolutely, yeah. I mean, not almost unlimited challenges with producing a good piece of VR. I think we worked with a young um, VR agency, Visualize, who's based in East London, and they do things to a very exacting standard. And that was a massive uh, learning curve for us seeing the, the level of detail planning that required to achieve a high standard. Uh, in the finished finish film, everything has to be very sort of thought through from you know, what's the weather going to be like on the day. Um, we're using um, drone cameras and, you know, you can't underestimate the amount of work that goes into a three-minute piece in this format as compared to some of the other video production that we do on a very, very basic, you know, on an iPhone. It's really showing us that, you know, if we're going to be taking journalism in this direction, it's sort of showing us how much we is required. Not to be too um, bound by reality and, and practicality, but if we did have unlimited budget to do this kind of project, I think there are all sorts of applications for it that would be brilliant for FT Weekend. I can think of, you know, the arts deck and the way that they would be able to ignore artists and makers and, and also sound is, a, is an interesting component of VR because you can get all the ambient noise, you can get a real sense of being somewhere, so, you know, you could be in the middle of an orchestra pit and you know there, there isn't really a kind of a limit to, to how, how much it could be used except for the budget. What are some of your preferred 360 degree videos or VR experiences produced by news organizations? Let us know on Twitter at Journalism News and thanks for listening to this journalism.co.uk podcast. <laughs>